Dan Miller, voice of your Detroit Lions, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I can hear the excitement in your voice, training camp, pads, fans, uh, requests for a lion by Dan Campbell. There's just so much out there right now. I, and we haven't even played a game yet. Yeah, no. I mean, look, I think we all knew that there was kind of a buildup to this season where people were extremely excited about this team. The expectations are higher than they've been since at least the mid-90s. And I don't think anything that we've seen out of the practice field has really dampened any of that enthusiasm. I think it's only kind of lifted it up even more. So um, with the understanding that you still haven't accomplished anything, it's all about what you do from here, I just think there's a really good feeling surrounding this team right now. And, and this roster, I think if you look at it, is legitimately good. But now it's about getting ready to go out there and actually deliver on this potential and this buildup. From a football standpoint, Dan, and all the years you've been around the Lions when training camp was beginning, for this first weekend, and I know it's not contact versus another team, it's not actual uh, game day, but what, from a football perspective, stuck out to Dan Miller? You know, it's interesting because I f- you felt like there were times where the offense kind of dominated things, and then you felt like times where the defense kind of dominated things. I think... What stuck out to me is, you know, Amon Ra's Amon Ra, and he and Koff have something special going there. Um, and you, you've got a couple of backs that, that have some real ability to, to you know, I, I think improve this offense. I think Gibbs' speed is, and elusiveness and ability to slide outside and, and become a receiver is, is really going to help this team. Um, Sam Laporta, hopefully nothing yesterday was too serious when he left practice. Um, there's just something he's got a knack. I mean, he's got a knack for catching the football, got a knack for running with the football. And, and perhaps most importantly, uh, that offensive line leads. That offensive line is, you know, really, really talented. It's one of the best in the league. These guys want to lead the way. They want to be the face of the team. And you got a quarterback playing with a, with a high level of, of, uh, Confidence. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens along the defensive line. you got a lot of guys in there. I'm not sure how the, the roster spots or the playing time is going to shake out. And I, I love the addition of C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Cam Sutton. They just bring a, a veteran presence to that secondary that they haven't had that is, I think, going to really serve them well. And, and Gardner-Johnson is just, man, he's just such a force out there, a force of personality out there that – um, just does things that that you know wouldn't show up on necessarily uh, a report about his playing ability, but his intangibles are off the charts. And and, uh, and getting Tracy Walker back and and having his you know veteran presence in the back end of that defense. There's just they've got some some options out there to do things in the secondary that they certainly didn't have last year. Um, but still some questions to work out on that defense. How's the linebacking playing time going to work out? Like I said, I see a bunch of guys in the mix on the defensive line, and I'm not sure how that's going to work. But I do see the potential for that defense to take a significant step up this year. And, and everything that I've watched and read about Gibbs, and even Gibbs said he's been used primarily at wide receiver or in a receiving uh, set, that you know, with J-Mo gone for six games, and remember, a lot of people are like, oh, look at Jay Moy, he dropped the balls, he got frustrated practice, I'm thinking the dude didn't have a training camp really last year, look where uh, he is right now, it's his first full training camp, I'm not making excuses, he's got to live 
with losing the money because of the gambling uh, suspension. But the pick of Gibbs, when you look at this running back collusion uh, going on in the NFL, you need the multi-dimensional backs like McCaffrey when the Niners got him. You got Gibbs who can catch and run and, and almost run as fast as J-Mo. J- just a brilliant move uh, by the Lions. Montgomery between the tackles, as good as any running back in the league, and that was on a bad Bears team for the most part. I, I, I look at these upgrades on offense, and Laporta, hopefully he stays healthy, and you get J-Mo back. My Lord, with golf? Are you kidding me? And that well, line. I think what, yeah, what got this offense going last year started with the line. Right. Uh, but it, it is the, the run game and then Goff having uh, a number of weapons that he can work through and just taking what the defense gives him. And with these weapons, well, you're more than happy to take whatever the defense gives you because these guys can all make plays. You got Gibbs, Amon Rye out there, uh, Laporta, hopefully. You know, if it's, if it's, you know, uh, you know, any number of guys that can come in and play for this team. Montgomery catching balls out of the backfield if he's not running it. I just think, you know, we'll see Marvin Jones now just getting his feet wet in camp and getting back in there a little bit. Khalif is coming off a big season last year. Um, Josh Reynolds is certainly going to get his snaps. So, again, I think it's it starts with that line, but it's the varied weapons that you have, and it's the playmaking ability of those weapons and Goff's patience in getting them the ball. That was the recipe last year to win eight out of ten games and to have a top-five offense. Uh, the backup, Sudfeld. I know they talked with Teddy Bridgewater, and, and Campbell is like, hey, we'd love to have him in camp, but I think Bridgewater could be wait and see on uh, other jobs that could be available or injuries uh, during training camp. But your thoughts on seeing what you have seen so far of Goss' backup and Nate Sudfeld? He's had some nice moments, but... Um, look, I think anybody that looks at this would say that a guy with his limited experience in this league would give you pause if you lost Jared Goff. Now, look, there's not a guy out there that's going to make you feel that you're not losing something if Goff goes down. But I think to sit here right now and say that you're 100% comfortable with your backup at Nate Sudfeld I just don't know what you base that on because it just it doesn't he hasn't taken the snaps in this league to prove that. And that's not a shot at him. That's just that's the reality of the situation. So maybe given his chance to go out there and play, he proves that that he's worthy of that and he's capable of doing it. Um, I think Bridgewater would give you more confidence, um, not golf level confidence, but confidence that it's a veteran who has taken a lot of snaps, started a lot of games, been in some high-leverage situa- situations that he would feel good about going out there and, and um, you know, trying to utilize all the weapons in this offense and win a game. So, look, I, I still think that's probably on their radar. I don't have any, um, you know, uh, inside as to what the contract talks look like or about, but I do think that as we sit here today, uh, that's probably something they're still discussing, and, and I think Teddy Bridgewater is probably still weighing his options. Yeah, I think he is too. Looking where he he, he probably believes uh, he can be somebody's you know one B. Uh, I don't think he's there, but he would be a a guy who started and won some games in the NFL as a backup if you needed him if golf did go down. So that's about it, man. I I think the kicking game too. Uh, it, it's training camp, so you're not going to see. That kicking game 
uh, really until preseason. That could be big for the Lions there. Your thoughts on Fox naturally as a punter, uh, but, you know, how the kicking game will shape out. Yeah, I mean, look, Riley Patterson has kicked well when he's had the opportunity this league. He kicked well for the Lions, and he kicked well for Jacksonville. He won a playoff game or the final play of the game. Um, so I think you feel like Riley can probably handle the job. I think he's got to continue to prove that throughout camp. Um, you know, Parker Romo has got the bigger leg. I think the more consistent leg and the more trustworthy kicker is probably Riley Patterson. I, I believe it's Riley Patterson. So I think when they sit back and think, okay, who can we trust to go out there and win a game? Um, you know, you might get more leg out of Parker, but you're probably Parker Romo, but you're going to get more consistency and probably have more trust in Riley Patterson. So I think, look, I think if Riley Patterson's your kicker to start the game, based on what I've seen from him in a couple of years in the NFL, you're, you're feeling pretty good about that. Dan Miller, voice of your Detroit Lions, talking about opening weekend with the pads and training camp down in Allen Park, TV guy in Detroit. Dan, always good to hear your voice. Uh, I know we got to get through the preseason, but I can't wait for Thursday night, September 7th, Lions and the Chiefs in Kansas City to kick off the 2023 season. Mm. Not a bad way to start with Patrick Mahomes and a team mm. setting their Super Bowl banner up, you know? Mm. It's, uh, it's a pretty cool place to be. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that flight back, you'll have a good time with the team when they celebrate that opening W. Uh, it would be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, man.